The 2018 Olympics are finally here. I'm Laura Daniels with Air One. Andrew Wonders is an expert in sports management. He was behind the scenes working for the International Olympic Committee in both Sydney and Salt Lake City. He's an eyewitness to the hard work of Olympic hopefuls and finds it profoundly inspiring. These athletes, some things that are just very biblical to us, you know, things like perseverance, where these people have worked thousands and thousands of hours to participate sometimes for seconds. And they're going for the gold this year in Pyeongchang, South Korea. But how does North Korea factor in? I've heard questions about why would the IOC allow North Korea to compete? And I think in some respects it's important to recognize that the IOC's mission is is, is ultimately to spread Olympic sport. They want to be a unifier through sport, and so they wouldn't necessarily prevent that um, from happening. And, and also understanding that we're still talking about sport. Um, we're talking about uh, something that people generally participate in because they enjoy. And so I think the IOC is cautious not to overstep their bounds and, and make a political statement that um, wouldn't be supportive of their ultimate mission just because North Korea has done some things that, that we generally would not like. I think they just view it as a, as a small step to show um, some type of unification. And certainly what usually gets the headlines, as we've seen in past Olympics, is some dissension. You know, we have a, the U.S. team boycotting or with the Russian team boycotting. These things happened in the 80s. So in this way, it is a little bit different to see something that's more unifying, which uh, in a small way is a positive thing, I think. Hopefully it will have a lasting uh, unifying effect. Correct. I think that's what most people are hopeful for. Um, and maybe sport can just aid in that just a little bit. But what about logistics? Is the South ready to host the 2018 Games? You know, the Games that are coming up, the Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, they've been prepping for them not only for seven years, but before that they put together a bid. So for some of these individuals, they've been thinking about these Games for maybe nine to ten years. South Korea has a little bit of experience. They hosted the the Seoul Games, the, the Summer Games in 1988. So you know, for a, a relatively smaller country, it's nice to know that they've been through this before. So I'm sure that's going to aid them very much in their preparation. Recent experience has shifted the way the IOC will choose host cities for future games. We've seen so many instances lately where a city hosting the Olympics will basically have to start from scratch. They will have to build um, the villages and all the venues to make all the events take place. And, you know, you can imagine, and we saw it in Beijing and Rio, and we have many other examples, it is an extraordinarily expensive endeavor. Some would estimate, although we don't really know for sure, that you know, in 2008 the Chinese spent $50 billion to get ready for the Olympic Games. That's not sustainable uh, for the Olympic Games, and frankly, uh, we've seen situations where cities end up in worse condition after hosting the Olympics than they did beforehand. In that light, they chose Paris and L.A., both cities they felt were able to handle the Olympic Games because, in many respects, they already had a lot of the things in place. I don't think anytime soon we're going to see another instance of, of a Rio who really has to start from scratch because it's just not... Um, a good model for the Olympic Games. You know, I always say that sport is a great enhancer to um, perhaps a, a, a local, regional, city economy that's thriving, but it shouldn't be thought of as the source to stimulate an economy. 
because we've just seen over and over that that's just not the case. Tokyo's been chosen for the Summer Olympics 2020, and the next Winter Games go back to Beijing. Andrew Wonders currently teaches sports management at Cedarville University in Ohio. Thanks for listening. I'm Laura Daniels with Air One.